0: From WCLV Classical 1049 Idea Stream, I'm Program Director Bill O'Connell and your host of I'm Robert Conrad, a podcast of stories from Robert's 70 years in radio. And counting. <laughs> and counting. Moving day is always fraught, but during the transition to the Idea Center, WCLV was inadvertently involved in a moving violation. So, Robert, let's talk about moving days. Uh, I've been involved personally in two radio station moves, one in San Francisco and one here in Cleveland, WCLV. But WCLV itself has moved, what, three times?
1: Three times. The station originated in the Eastgate Shopping Center. There was a two-story building next to the Coliseum, which was sort of a expanded gym place. Both buildings have been torn down and that's now where the Target store is at Eastgate. (laughs) We took over in 1962 and we were there until 1968 because we discovered that the 125-foot tower that the original owners had built was not getting us very far. We had a great signal up and down 91, Psalm Center, but people on the west side couldn't hear us. So we started looking for a new location, and we all said, well, can we get something at Terminal Tower? And Pat Patrick, my co-owner, went down and negotiated a very, very good deal. They were very happy to have the idea of a radio station coming into the Terminal Tower. And at that time, any time the tribe was playing, they would fly the American flag and and the Indian flag uh, from the flagpole. And they said, oh, yeah, we'll put an antenna up there, and then we don't have to send anybody up to raise and lower the flag. (laughs) So anyway, uh, we moved in 1968 to the Terminal Tower. And unfortunately, the first antenna that was developed for us, which was a directional antenna, because we were protecting a 100,000-watt station in Detroit that was on 95.5. A station that had been there since 1949, so that was a real FM Pioneer station. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, we finally got the directional antenna working, and we moved from uh, Eastgate to uh, the Terminal Tower. We were in what was called Penthouse East, which was on the top floor of the Higbee department store. That's a pretty cool address, isn't it? Oh, it was great. (laughs) Yes, we're in Penthouse East. (laughs) I and mean, what was neat about that is we could go out the windows and look over the parapet. And when they blew up two buildings on Public Square, we had really a great <laughs> uh, great view of what was going on. And, you know, those buildings created this big storm dust down on Public Square. And everybody who had been watching it were running into the Terminal Tower building and elsewhere. Then we discovered that there was going to be a new building built on public square called the Key Bank building. And it was gonna be taller than the terminal tower and we began to think that maybe that would present a reception problem up the east coast of yeah, the lake.
0: Think of it as casting a shadow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So uh, we started looking for a way to uh, also get around Seven Hills because the Seven Hills is higher than the top of the Terminal Tower, and we wanted to increase the coverage into Akron. So in uh, 1986. We built what was known as Radio Ranch out in Warrensville Heights. And we had a 600-foot tower above average terrain out there, and 35,000 watts, and uh, the coverage was pretty good. Mm -hmm. We got into Akron very, very well. Then, starting in 2001, IdeaStream was created because prior to that, uh, WVIZ and WCPN were separate organizations and they said, we're gonna be building this place down on Playhouse Square and we're gonna have some room and why don't you move WCLV down with us? And we said, well, we've got very good facilities up here. We had 14,000 square feet and uh, the antenna was working very well and it will be very expensive to move down. Well, eventually, 10 years later, (laughs) They convinced us. And there were some very interesting things that happened as we were getting ready to move.
0: (laughs) Moving day at a radio station Mm -hmm. is just insane. I mean, there are so many details to attend to. And moving out of a building you've been in for a long time involves Well, what? Uncovering things that you forgot were there? (laughs) (laughs) Like a silent alarm?
1: (laughs) Well, all right. The silent alarm story. (laughs) That was something that Pat Patrick decided he needed in the lobby. And it was underneath the desk in the lobby. And our general manager... Of the
0: receptionist, right? Of the receptionist? receptionist. Yeah, the receptionist lobby.
1: And Jenny Northern, our uh, general manager, was down underneath that to pull out some telephone wires and she accidentally hit the alarm which was tied into the police department. It went directly to the Warrensville Heights, Heights Police That's Department. right, right. You know. And in the meantime, I had driven up and th- there was a big snowstorm before this and there were big piles of snow and I, I parked and I looked up and there was a policeman with a gun drawn and he said, get up here. I said, I'm not going to go up that pile of snow. And then another police car arrived, and the police got out with their guns drawn, and Ken Kreutzer, who is our traffic manager, was coming out of the front door carrying a computer. And as these police came up and got out and pulled their guns out and said, drop it. <laughs> well, he put it down gently and <laughs> raised his hands. And we explained to them that we were in the process of moving and and uh, he was not stealing
0: it. <laughs> but it looked for all the world to the police as if <laughs> multiple people were ransacking this place.
1: <laughs> I'm Bill O'Connell. I'm your producer, Mark Satola. And I'm Robert Conrad.
0: Well, that's our second series on the I'm Robert Conrad podcast. Hope you enjoyed it.